0: Good
8: afternoon welcome back. This is Bill Bunkley. It's a Monday afternoon on the 19th day of December, and we are broadcasting live all across Central Florida this afternoon. This is a day the Lord has made, and we will be absolutely glad in it. Hey, thanks for tuning in this afternoon. Thanks for being part of our program as we are inching ever so closely to the birth of our Savior. Good to have you back this afternoon. And as we look at today is the season of Hanukkah. Last night, sundown, was the opportunity for us to be able to celebrate with our our friends, our Jewish friends, of a very important celebration. And that is the The lighting of the candles. So last night at sundown, that was the beginning of day number one of the Hanukkah celebration. And we will talk about that a little bit here as we begin our afternoon. Now we've been in Advent preparing for the day that we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we will celebrate that uh, this coming Sunday, Christmas Eve, Saturday, Christmas on Sunday, and it's a time of the year that we focus in on the greatest gift ever given any time in the past or any time in the future, and that gift is the son of God himself, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who came to give us redemption who came to throw us a lifeline in this sin-saturated world. And it's also a time that's a high holiday, whether one acknowledges Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior or not. And so this week we'll be talking about some of those themes as well. But reminding you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. So just what are our Jewish friends celebrating on this day? Hanukkah is an eight-day festival of lights. It happens about this time every year. And then every night there is an eight-candle menorah. A candle stand. And last night, candle number one was lit. And with that, there are special prayers for each of the eight days. And uh, one of the things that is a, a treat for Hanukkah is fried foods. Now, Hanukkah in Hebrew means... Dedication. Dedication. Now, it celebrates the rededication in Jerusalem on the Temple Mound. It celebrates the rededication of the Holy Temple. Now, it begins... On the eve of Kislev 25, that's on the Jewish calendar, and it continues for eight days. On our calendar, it generally coincides with the month of December, and this year it will run from December the 18th, which was yesterday, all the way to the day after our Christmas celebration on December the 26th. Now, there's a lot happening, including some recent discoveries, archaeological discoveries, just in the last few days in Israel. But if we go back to the second century before Christ, Jerusalem and Israel at that time was ruled by the Seleucids. Now, these were Syrian Greeks. And they occupied the land and we can think of them. We probably know a lot more about the Roman occupation of the land of Israel. Well, just imagine this is the same site, uh, same type of occupation by the Syrian Greeks. And so they were trying to force the Jews of Israel to convert and to accept their Greek culture and all the many gods of the Greek gods instead of the mitzvah observance and belief in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, this is a very, very, very important story to our Jewish friends and to us as Christians. Because just like today, Israel is a tiny postage stamp of a country, but yet they are mighty indeed. They are mighty in terms of their military defenses. They are mighty in their economy. They're mighty in their research and development. They are... um, They are just absolutely leaders overshadowing, in my mind, Silicon Valley here in the United States when it comes to technology. But even back then, this is part of what I believe is just uh, inside of the Christian root, uh, the, the Jewish roots of our Hebrew friends. So what happened was there was a small band of Jews, but they were. Poorly armed. And they were led by Judah the Maccabee. And you've probably heard the term the Maccabees. Because this is that small band of Jewish warriors. And if you can remember the story of David and Goliath. And the images that brings to mind. Understand that when you think about the the Greek army, the Syrian Greek army that were the occupiers, they were as mighty as you would think of the Romans in the time of Christ. And so this small group of Jewish warriors, they, they absolutely defeated the Seleucids. And they drove all the Greek army out of the land of Israel. And then these Jews marched into Jerusalem and they reclaimed the temple there in Jerusalem and they rededicated the temple to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when they sought to light the temple, the temple's menorah, now the Temple Menorah is not eight candle positions it's actually seven. So when this small band of Jews the Maccabees retook Israel went in and reestablished the temple in the name of in the name of God they went to light the temple's menorah but they only had a single, uh, call it a cruise, a single cruise of olive oil that had escaped contamination by the Greeks. Because remember that everything dedicated to the temple, you just didn't grab a a bottle of um, olive oil and take it in to, to fuel the, la- the the lamps. And so... They had an absolutely teeny bit of oil that was pros, uh, properly uh, dedicated and was still good. It wasn't contaminated by the Greek occupiers. So what happened was the Maccabees, when they lit the menorah, and they only had a one-day supply of oil. But God intervened. Because that one day of sanctified oil that could be used in the seven-candle temple menorah, it didn't last one day or two days or three days or four days. It lasted eight days. So therefore, that's why... We have eight candles right now and tonight candle number two will be lit, but they will light a new candle every night until they get to the eighth day because that's how God provided. And after the eight days, what was happening was the purification ritual of oil that would be used in the temple mound. At the end of the eight days, they were able, the priests were able to dedicate under the conditions of the ritual purity, they were able to get that oil prepared to go. So because of that, and the fact that this, this small band of Jews made all Jews very proud not only of what was accomplished to to, to push these uh, Syrian Greeks out of the land, but to reclaim the temple, and that until God's provisions could be met with new oil, a one-day provision of oil that was left by the Maccabees was able to, to last a whole eight days. And so this is the miracle. And this is when the Institute of Hanukkah was put into place. Now, the Hanukkah is the lighting of the menorah every night. Now, the menorah holds nine flames, one of which is called the shamish, the attendant, which is used to kindle the other eight lights. And on the first light, they light just one flame. On the second night, it's the second to third, but then you also have Shabbat candles, and so these must be lit before the Shabbat candles, and special instructions during the Sabbath. So as we get ready to celebrate the birth of our Savior, it's also a high holy time for our Jewish friends. I'm Bill Bunkley. A whole lot more of the Bill Monkley Show coming in a moment as we're broadcasting all across Central Florida. I'll be right back.
7: Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. And actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Get this big tax deduction for 2022. Hurry before it's too late. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com
5: app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace Place lets you download your favorite pastors' programs and listen, even offline or in airplane mode, with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free One Place app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device, and search for One Place. That's One Place. <laughs>
12: How is
10: it that Brenda Lee and Wayne Newton sound like the same person?
11: (laughs) Hey, welcome back. Bill
8: Bunkley here with a classic on the Bill Bunkley Show this Monday afternoon. We're on uh, Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida with our three-hour briefing each Monday through Friday. That's right, every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. We have an opportunity to be with you to uh, talk about the events of the day, and we're glad you're with us. Well, we're going to find a little bit about intellectual property licensing coming on the bottom of the program. I always like to learn something new we're going to have with us. Uh, one of our Salem Radio Network uh, podcast uh, co-hosts, uh, ba- uh, Brad Sheaf and David Pridham, going to be talking about uh, their uh, company, which is Dominion Harbor Group. That's coming up in just a moment. Well, this is the time where we are getting out and doing a lot of activities that we don't normally do probably the other 11 months of the year. And last night was uh, one of those opportunities, you know, that while we were sharing a little bit about uh, our uh, giving back of a December Christmas present to uh, the Ministry of Heart for Lebanon, and I want to thank you for that again, as that was a, a very uh, successful opportunity. The Lord uh, granted uh, uh, the, um, the children that we uh, had prayed about that we would would uh, wish to take off the, uh, the waiting list here in Central Florida. But you know, we were talking a little bit also about uh, the, um, the promotional pack of tickets uh, to Emily Arena yesterday for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And uh, last night, uh, Mrs. Bunk and I had the distinct honor of uh, being there at Emily Arena uh, for the concert that started just after 7 o'clock. And uh, first of all, it is a -a one-of-a-kind concert. And what I mean by that is, is that this is uh, uh, an opportunity. It is their Christmas presentation. But it is, if you are a rocker from the 60s or 70s, and you particularly uh, are endeared to the electric guitar, as well as some real great uh, integration uh, between um, a violin section and uh, many, many uh, very talented multiple singers as well as music- musicians. It is probably the, the premier light show that I have ever seen with lasers, with uh, pyrotechnics, uh, with everything. And it's all centered around a Christmas story and with uh, a host of the traditional Christ- Christmas music and the quoting of the scriptures from Luke about the, the season, the birth of Christ. Uh, but it is, um, it, it will wear you out. That's all I'm going to tell you. I mean, it's such a, Uh, And for me, some folks, I mean, for some folks, it might be a sensory overload or I won't say might, it is a sensory overload, but last night, about 23, 24,000 people in the second performance, there was a performance at two, there was a performance at seven, and um, look, I grew up in the 50s and 60s, so the whole idea of the advent of the electric guitar is sort of part of my era and uh, these guys and gals are just absolutely talented to the hilt and in fact this group uh, I think the original name of the group was called Sabotage and back in around 1985-1986 there's a colleague of mine uh, who's well known throughout this market been with Q105 for years uh, was the afternoon host for decades uh, and now uh, has put together a 105 The uh, right here in Tampa, and uh, it is a Christian music radio station, uh, Mason Dixon. Uh, but uh, back when Mason Dixon was uh, in the secular market, uh, he met these guys. They were under this group called Sabotage in 1985, and there was a couple of songs that mason uh, started to showcase on his on his show and i think the story goes within about two weeks these uh these songs just absolutely shot up to the top of the chart and then they changed their name to the trans siberian orchestra and uh a lot of the probably more than a dozen of the individuals in the group are from right here in our area, be it Clearwater, Tampa, Lakeland. Um, they all had a chance to uh, be introduced last night. But the one thing that I really appreciate about the, the show is that they were very accurate in, co- in quoting uh, the biblical accounts of the birth of Jesus. And also with emphasis about trusting him and that he's the savior of the world. Now, for a lot of people, this is certainly not going to your traditional church, having a Christmas Eve service with Christmas Eve, you know, candles and lights and singing all of the hymns in the most traditional style. I mean, this is this is like uh, it's pretty wild. But you know, as I was telling Mrs. Bunkley, what I appreciate about it is there was a lot of folks there, like myself, they are worshipers of Christ in a pretty conventional way, but you could just look around at that audience that was coming in and understand there was a lot of people there who probably wouldn't come to a Christian church, per se, this Christmas. But they know how talented these artists are, both both the vocals and the instrumentalist Just absolutely off the chart. And so they came because it's quite an experience. But you know what? They heard the gospel. And I got to believe there's people that were in that audience last night. Just like people listening today. And we'll talk about it more today in the days leading up to Christmas. But you know, Christmas sometimes is a challenge. Christmas sometimes is emotionally taxing. But yet these folks got a chance to come and hear the gospel. And I'm bet you that some of those folks went away thinking a little bit more about this savior called Jesus and how he could interact in their lives. So hats off to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, great job last night, Emily Arena. When we come back, Dominion Harbor Group. Let's find out a little bit about intellectual property and licensing. Be right back.
1: W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point.
9: Online at Let's Talk Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
13: With SRN News, I'm John Scott, treacherous holiday travel and life threatening cold coming to much of the nation as an Arctic air mass blows into the already frigid southern U.S. By Thursday night, temperatures will plunge as low as thirteen degrees in Jackson, Mississippi, around five degrees in Nashville, Tennessee, according to the National Weather Service. In consumer news, To and U.S. safety regulators confirming another fatality caused by an exploding Takata airbag inflator. The company and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reiterated warnings to owners of 274,000 older Dodge and Chrysler vehicles to stop driving them until the faulty inflators are replaced. Stocks remain lower. The Dow is down 267 points, but NASDAQ off 192. This is SRN News.
7: Optima Tax Relief Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com
14: You've been working hard, doing the right thing, and paying your taxes, and putting your hard-earned money in the Medicare piggy bank all your life. And now it's time to break the piggy bank and get something back. the most important decisions in your life let us help you through it here's our number call 65 plus medicare now at 800-365-6303 800-365-6303 800-365-6303 that's 800-365-6303 she was asleep she was under anesthesia she could feel
7: no pain she could not respond to anything was she still up? patient and was she still a person even though she couldn't respond and communicate. This is Focus on the Family Minute with Dr. Bill Lyle speaking about the rights of pre-born children. Yes, when you had your surgeries, even though you could not respond and you could not feel pain, were you still a person? Yes, you were still a person. If I'm operating and I mess up and somebody dies, do I go out to the family and say, you know what, I'm sorry, grandma passed away, we kind of messed up, but she was under general anesthesia, so it's okay. She felt no pain while she was anesthesia. No, a patient is a person, no matter how small, whether that is a patient like us sitting at tables or whether this is a patient on the inside of the womb.
15: Every preborn child is made in God's image and is valuable in His sight. More from Dr. Lyle at FamilyMinute.org.
16: Just hear those sleigh bells jingle and ring ting
11: tingle in two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow
17: is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you.
18: Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley
8: here, your host on the Bill Bunkley Show this Monday afternoon countdown for Christmas as we're broadcasting all across central Florida this afternoon. You know, from time to time, we like to talk about some subjects that just will expand our knowledge base, our education base. And today we get a chance to do that for just a few moments. You know, uh, we have quite an array. Uh, professionals and others who are part of our salem radio network uh, podcast platform and this afternoon we're talking about one of our uh, podcast um, partners and uh, that is uh, Pritham and chief and they are partners in the dominion harbor group we'll talk about that in just a moment but i'm talking about brad chief and uh, david Pritham, and uh, guys uh, we are excited to have you on our program this afternoon
19: all right, thanks.
8: Thanks so much for having us, Brad. Let me start with you. Tell us a little bit about uh, your um, organization, Dominion Harbor Group, because you know today, with all of the tools and the internet and the creative abilities of people, you know, people will come up with a good good idea, start creating it, and if they don't know uh, a little bit about um, intellectual property laws and how to protect themselves. Well, they can design something and then find themselves in court trying to get it back. But I know you guys are expertise in this area. So tell us, what does Dominion Harbor Group do?
19: Well, uh, Dominion Harbor Group is a, is a company that does uh, exactly what you what you referenced. It goes out and helps uh, small and mid-sized companies develop plans to protect their intellectual property. Uh, we also are a technology company that helps large companies you know, figure out what intellectual property they have. We we have some clients who have tens of thousands of patents, and um, there's no one cataloging them or or understanding them and figuring out which patents are important to their enterprise. And that's that's where we come in. We've developed proprietary uh, software and technology that allows companies to do that and ultimately perform better as an enterprise because they understand what intellectual property they have, and how to take it to market.
8: At what point in time, David, should a small company uh, who's, uh, well, maybe a year or two just getting on their feet and they've uh, developed a particular idea or concept, how soon should they be contacting you guys to start some initial consultation to protect themselves?
19: Right away, the, the, the most critical assets a young company has, especially in this day and age, is its intellectual capital. And so um, large companies are set up really not as innovation hubs, but more as uh, an innovation consumer. So when large companies see small companies innovating, uh, they're trained to go in and take that, uh, uh, the, those inventions, take those uh, innovations and use them themselves without compensating the small companies. So we come in and we help people sort of develop plans to prevent that from uh, from happening. Because even though we are a country that rewards individual inventors and small companies with great ideas, there are a lot of legal hurdles you have to go through to protect those ideas. And large companies with unlimited budgets are literally set up to poach innovation from the, the little guy, especially with the, all the campaign money that goes to Washington from these large companies.
8: Mm. And, folks, right now, let me give you a website. I always tell you to have that pencil and paper ready. Uh, we're talking about Dominion Harbor Group, and uh, you may be overdue giving them a call to see how they can help protect you. Now, that website is dominionharbor.com, dominionharbor.com. And today we're talking with the partners uh, with that group, uh, David Pritham and Brad Sheaf. And they are also co-hosts of uh, uh, one of our Salem Radio Network podcast, Printem in Chief. So let me go back to Brad. Tell us a little bit about um, uh, how long you've been in business and the fact that corporations now, um, you're working with so many different people. Tell us how your acceptance have been uh, within that corporate sector As as it relates to licensing IP.
20: Sure, yeah. And as I, we're, we're very fortunate in that, Bill, because we've been able to carve out a niche that is effectively our own. And I mean, obviously one of the holy grails of going into business and starting your own business is you hope that you'll be able to carve out some market share for yourself, at least enough to keep the lights on. And we've been very fortunate in that we've developed a model where we're able to help such a broad swath of companies with something as difficult and nuanced as intellectual property in such a way that we're really the only game in town. And and, uh, I think you asked how long we've been in business. This year will be our 10th year. So we're very happy about that. And uh, and like I said, we've we've been able to to carve out this model where whether you're a small business, medium-sized business or a large business, we have a proprietary technology platform that we've developed in-house. So we evaluate your intellectual property as a whole but also evaluate where it sits in the market and with other similar types of intellectual property intellectual property that that uh, is directed at the same types of technology and so kind of where you sit and it's interesting for us to be able to counsel clients
21: that are on the
20: small medium size hey you you're really being innovative in an area that has high value to some of these larger companies and you know maybe we can work a licensing A deal there or maybe even a sale of your intellectual property so that you're able to monetize your innovative ideas, which is is really the foundation of the patent system in this country. It's one of the the first things the founding fathers went to work on was a patent system that would be accessible to everyone so that if you're an idea person, if, if innovating is what you like to do, you'll be able to do that and monetize that and feed your family. And if you're a manufacturer but not particularly innovative, you'll be able to serve in that capacity as well by creating relationships with innovators. But as David pointed out, over the last uh, 15, 20 years, it, it's been more of a story of innovators just, or of manufacturers just stealing from innovators. And we try to step in there and, and help mediate that.
8: Now, by the way, that special proprietary program that Brad's talking about is called IPDIA. I-P-E-D-I-A, and that is, again, their proprietary patent intelligence platform uh, that is helpful to not only uh, give you some guidance about protecting your own brand or idea, but you know, what does the marketplace have to uh, have to offer? So with that, David, uh, if someone's listening this afternoon, maybe has a business, but maybe is thinking about branching out in a particular area with uh, something unique and innovative. Uh, can they contact you uh, before rolling it out to see if it's even practical to get some counsel? How does that work?
19: Oh, sure. Yeah, they can. They can. We've had companies reach out to us with business plans, companies who have provisional patent applications. One of the great things IPedia does is help figure out white space in a given tech, technology area. So it, it, it's certainly something we do. Um, you know, we also work with companies with large patent portfolios to determine where they should be patenting next. And so it's sort of um, the the first cousin to the company that's uh, just looking to come with a breakout product.
8: Now, when you help them become defensive, let's say that they have, um, have been working with you for a bit and they've protected themselves Uh, If you guys discover somebody is infringing on uh, something that you you guys have assisted them with a patent. uh, So, Brad, what are some of the things you can do to help them to begin the defense or the cease and desist?
20: Well, I think the most important thing is is making that initial determination, right? The, The law that surrounds Infringement is complicated. It can initially appear like a company is infringing, or maybe they're not. It may also appear like they're not infringing, when maybe they are. Right? And so, our ability to to wade into those kind of deep technical details, combine that with a background in the law that surrounds uh, patents, and be able to provide good counsel to a client, whether they're on the small business side or the large business side, as to approaches to solutions to that problem. Right? I think most. Folks would think, well, the, you know, I only have one alternative, and that alternative is to sue, and that's going to be very expensive. And if I'm trying to sue, you know, some global tech conglomerate that has billions of dollars on its books, you know, what are the odds that I'll be able to survive it? And that's one of the areas where Dominion Harbor really shines is in our ability. We we have great contacts across the board, and we can work with a client and work with a potential infringer. Uh, even though they, they may be, you know, very asymmetrically matched, right—a very small client, very large uh, manufacturer—we're we're able to get in there and build some bridges and get people to listen to reason, and hopefully come to a business uh, kind of a relationship, a business transaction, as opposed to constantly finding yourself in a very expensive courthouse.
8: You know, folks, if you're listening, you know, if you have a small business or beginning your small business, and uh, when you look at patents. You know, it's easy for me to understand a patent of a manufacturer because that, uh, to me, that's uh, sort of concrete and uh, uh, something that we've been dealing with in this country for a long time. But when you get in all of this technology and intellectual property when it comes to technology, you know, if you recently have begun a business, certainly you went out and you got your CPA lined up. You've got your lawyer, lawyer who not only set up your corporation, your LLC, but doing other things. You've you protected yourself in those areas. But the question is, what about your stock and trade? And what, what if it's not just, uh, you, know, um, you know, sort of like bolts and concrete? You need to go to this website right now, dominionharbor.com, dominionharbor.com and begin get to know these guys because you've got to protect yourself in this area as well as all the other areas and you know sometimes and i know as an entrepreneur there's so much going on sometimes you just don't think or you just don't get around to something but when you look at protecting the very idea or concept that you have and you leave yourself exposed that can be a real issue and of course we've been talking to david pridham and bad chief uh, they are partners in Dominion Harbor Group. And now I want to turn a little bit because we got a couple of minutes left, but they're co-hosts of uh, one of our Salem Radio Network podcasts by the name of, well, Britta and Chief. So um, David, tell us a little bit about the podcast and what people can, uh, where, where can they acquire it, and uh, what can they pick up while they're visiting there?
19: Sure. So we started the podcast uh, a few years ago. Brad and I. Um, often would meet with other small mid-sized business owners and and they would uh, ask how we're doing and how we sort of navigate everything we have to navigate uh, having a small business in this country. And and so we we talked with different groups about that and then it sort of led to the show. And now it's a weekly show that you can uh, get on the Salem podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, um, you know, we're, we're, we, we try to be a little bit funny. We try to cover, some current events and in particular business news that's going to impact uh people and and, and we'd like to give some insight into to how we run our small business in a world that is just crazy um in in respect to uh you know government meddling in small business new regulations crazy mm-hmm. new wokeism and so we try to cover all that we try to have a little bit of fun and, and we do it each and every week
8: well, I'll tell you what, folks, go to the website right now, dominionharbor.com, dominionharbor.com. Find out about protecting your intellectual property, especially in the technology space. And then check out the Salem Radio podcast, Pritam and Chief, My guests today have been Brad Sheaf and David Pridham, uh co-partners in Dominion Harbor Group. Guys, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, thank you for educating us and we look forward to finding out more from you guys in the future thanks for being with us thank you thank you god bless you and we'll be right back
15: Hello, this is Alistair Begg, inviting you to join me on a Mediterranean cruise in late summer of 2023. The trip is hosted by my friends at Salem Media Group. We're going to be leaving from Rome and calling up ports that include Naples and Malta, Croatia, Greece, and eventually into Venice. Together, we'll have the opportunity to visit ancient churches, museums, fortresses, and stroll some of the most beautiful avenues in the world. The voyage will span nine days, including 10 stops, and take us to several locations where the Apostle Paul visited on his missionary journeys. Throughout the trip, we'll be opening God's Word together, sharing an unforgettable time of Christian fellowship. And so I hope you'll join me, Alistair Begg, with the Salem Media Group, August 26th through September 4th, 2023,
0: on the beautiful Mediterranean Sea. Call 855-565-5519 or visit Let's Talk for all the details.
10: First, we decide where we want to go. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
1: Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing.
10: Call 800-900-8000.
17: No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathroom. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-430-1186. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-430-1186. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-430-1186. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-430-1186. 800-430-1186.
9: The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
22: Medicare open enrollment is October 15th to December 7th. Volunteers with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs' Shine program are available to help with your Medicare questions, virtually or by phone during COVID-19. Shine is open and ready to help you with local and unbiased counseling and assistance. Visit
5: floridashine.org or call the Elder Helpline at 1-800-963-5337.
6: Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet.
18: Oh ho, ho, the well, Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here wishing
8: you a Merry Christmas this afternoon. But, you know, many around us will not have a Merry Christmas. And maybe even some of you this afternoon are not looking forward to Christmas for a myriad of reasons. You know, this is a time where we can really be sharing in very small ways the love of Jesus. And I think a a good thought this afternoon is to just ponder this. At least today in America, though it seems like darkness is closing in all around us as Christ followers, we can still openly discuss Jesus Christ in public. We can still share with someone that our life is guided and that we by Jesus Christ, and that we are Christ followers. Just think of the many people around the world this very moment. Many around the world cannot publicly celebrate Christmas. And it's in more areas than you probably would imagine. So think about that because now is the time because we are surrounded by a pagan world and we are surrounded by many people who may self-describe themselves as Christians but they're actually pagans because they have one foot in the world, one foot outside the world and they have really been seduced into accepting a lot of the pagan principles. And so paganism is surrounding us at Christmas. So I've got an idea. Because what we're dealing with today, if you think about it, and Alan Jackson was talking about this recently, Pastor Alan, You know, if we go back and look at what was happening in Jerusalem at the time of Christ and the persecution against the Christian church, well, a lot of that is happening here. But I got three things I want to suggest. First of all, I challenge you, if you can, go to the bank or go to your grocery store or whatnot. And I want you to withdraw a hundred dollars in $5 bills or go to McDonald's and buy yourself a hundred dollars of $5 gift cards. And I want you to keep them on you. If you can afford to do this and if not one or two gift cards, And I'm going to challenge you that there's a lot of people that are on street corners, a lot of people that are hurting between now and Christmas or until now until the $100 runs out. Look for opportunities for you to give a gift of $5 for at least a snack or a meal. And in some cases, if you're using gift cards, you may want to do two gift cards for $10 or three I know oftentimes we kind of hide behind well I don't want to give cuz maybe they're alcoholics or druggies are just going to buy their next food or alcohol well that may be the case but you're also not giving them $1000 you're just you're just giving them a little bit of a hand up not a handout but a hand up And look for those folks that are outside the joyous Christmas that you and I, many of us, are going to have. I'll give you another idea. Maybe there is a favorite clerk at your grocery store. I'm reminded of one of the Walmart stores that I shop at. There is one particular retired woman who has served as the... um, Security personnel checking receipts as people go out the door. And she has to use a cane. And so I'm going to ask you to maybe identify one of those people you see all the time. Maybe it's an elderly retiree that's bagging your groceries. Maybe like at Publix, they like to take your groceries out. Or maybe there's a young man that you know has some some challenges and he's working somewhere. Just a little gift card or two or something. To say, hey, I've noticed you and I appreciate you. And in Jesus' name, I want to give you this gift. Just something to think about. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'm going to take a break, but don't go away. I'll be right back.
1: yankee arnold ministries this is dr ralph yankee arnold of yankee arnold ministries i want you to join me for each weekday there is a new name and new time but the same clear gospel message mark it down call a friend this is ralph yankee arnold god bless and keep looking up yankee arnold ministries weeknights at six on faith talk tampa WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon,
9: Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
13: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republicans are hoping to convince outgoing Arizona Governor Steve Ducey to throw his hat into the ring for an Arizona Senate seat in 2024. Bob Agnew reports.
4: Ducey has already said he doesn't want to run for the Senate, but that's not stopping Republicans from trying to change his mind. They're looking at Arizona as their best chance to flip a Senate seat in 2024, namely the one held by Democrat-turned-independent Kirsten Cinnamon. With her party switch, Republicans are hoping what would have been the Democrat vote in Arizona could be split in 2024. Ducey or no Ducey, Republicans will have an advantage with only 10 GOP-held seats up for reelect that year, while Democrats have to defend 23. Bob Biden reported.
13: Life-threatening cold weather coming to much of the nation as an Arctic air mass blows into the already frigid southern U.S. The big freeze will have temperatures drop 30 to 50 degrees below normal in some areas. Also at SRNews.com, it's back to jail in the Bahamas for Sam Bankman freed. After a judge there cut short a hearing where the disgraced FTX founder, was expected to drop his extradition fight.
16: Sam Bankman-Fried was expected to tell the judge he will not fight extradition to the U.S. Instead, Eyewitness News Bahamas is reporting Bankman-Fried is heading back to jail and that his attorney requested the adjournment because he hadn't been properly consulted. BitBoy Crypto founder Ben Armstrong was in court.
19: He knows he's in big trouble, and uh, he he knows that we're part of it, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. So uh, we came down here to the Bahamas a few weeks ago, We had a goal of uh, going face-to-face with him, and it didn't
16: happen. 30-year-old Bankman Freed was once thought of as the poster boy for crypto. He was arrested a week ago at the request of the U.S. government. I'm Julie Walker.
13: The Dow's off 250 points and the Nasdaq down 203. This is SRN News.
15: My bro- if you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Medishare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to ten years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor. And you also get telehealth 24/7 service, so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into. It's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at Medishare. They're easy to talk to. Call eight three three SHARE
13: share 55 That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. The head of the Church of England keeping mom. The question is simple.
23: Do you support same-sex marriage? Dr. Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, won't say. He tells the Times of London he's keeping his own counsel on the burgeoning issue because church bishops are trying to work out a compromise between conservatives and liberals. Welby says, quote, the role of archbishop is to be a focus of unity. Some observers believe the Worldwide Anglican Communion will one day split up over the issue.
13: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Muslim terrorism ravaging Christian communities across sub-Saharan Africa. And one government may have found a unique solution. Burkina Faso has allegedly made an agreement with Russia's Wagner Group in which the shadowy mercenary outfit will help the West African country deal with the surging jihadi violence in exchange for a gold mine. Officials from Ghana are making that claim. This is SRNU.
16: Is there a comment that constantly garners more comments because the original comment was so intriguing? I hear one every day. A comment so viable, so intriguing that everyone is commenting on that original comment. It's the Focus on the Family commentary. A comment that resounds for families everywhere, garnering constant comments indeed.
1: Focus on the Family. Weekday mornings and evenings at 7 here on Faith Talk Tampa.
18: Good afternoon, I'm Bill Bunkley,
8: host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio all across Central Florida and we are delighted and honored to have you with us this afternoon and thank you for tuning in either uh, on, uh, our, um, on some of our traditional um, broadcast platforms in terms of the radio waves or maybe on the internet, uh, maybe on an app, but we are wonderfully uh, thankful that you're here. Uh, this is the Bill Bunkley Show. We're on the air from 3 until 6 each weekday afternoon briefing you here on Salem Radio all across central Florida. And uh, this afternoon... Well, we've got a couple of updates. And as we are joined by our News Talk Answer stations, I want to welcome you who are with us for this hour from Bradenton, Sarasota, uh, in Venice, AM 930, The Answer. Good to have you with us on board this afternoon. This is the hour where we talk about some of the some of the topics and the issues of the day. And, of course, we're getting ready for Christmas and This is the time where um, you are searching for the presents. Our Jewish friends began their Hanukkah celebration last night. That will go for eight nights and wrap up the day after Christmas. But I know that this is a stressful time with a whole lot of emotions. And so there's some things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that the January 6th House Committee, led by a partisan effort of Democrats, they referred the former President of the United States, Donald Trump, to the Department of Justice for criminal prosecution. You know this was going to come. I don't think it's a good idea for DOJ to prosecute the president, the former president, but that's that's what they're that's what they're going to have to decide. And um Mr. Musk asked his Twitter Twitter uh, nation if they thought that he should resign. I think a majority of those that responded said yes. That was interesting. But I want to talk about something that is ...is important to me to share today. Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's... ...it's that time of the year that brings up all manner of emotions. All manner of thoughts. And it seems like whether it is loved ones who have passed away... ...in my experience... Back in 1971, two days after celebrating Christmas, my we got a call. My dad had suffered a massive stroke and was rushed to the hospital, and we went to the hospital, and a couple of days after that, we had to agree that that he was gone and that uh, in technology back in 71 isn't what it is today. And we had to say our goodbyes. So I know that I think about my dad a lot at Christmas just a few days ago on her due date, her due date of my niece was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving this year, 2022 on Tuesday, the the little baby boy that was very much expected to be arriving the next day stopped moving. They couldn't detect a heartbeat. And uh, she delivered that baby boy, stillborn, and it really rocked our family. And so maybe, maybe you've just lost someone, or maybe you reminded of a loved one this time of the year. And then, of course, there's others where maybe you lost someone since last Christmas. And maybe you've already experienced that empty chair around the Thanksgiving table. And whatever your family tradition is at home, that person is is going to be absent this year. And so, we deal with a lot of emotions. But there's another emotion that I want to talk about today for a moment. Because there's time between now and Christmas. You know, we can often get our priorities all out of whack, all mixed up. And today, it seems like whether we're entrepreneurs, business owners, or we work for somebody else or we're retired... It just seems in so many aspects of life, it's like ball and chain. You know, like a prisoner. Work is demanding so much more. You're having to receive and communicate almost 24-7. Whenever an email comes in about your job or your business, you find yourself. You find all sorts of time that is supposed to be dedicated to spending with your family. It's all been encroached upon and it happens so ever subtly that we don't really realize it until we find out that relationships become strained or you lose your priority of who you're married to and why you're married to that person in the first place. And then there's all that little, that little, that lying little consciousness. We as Christ followers know that entity as a person by the name of Satan. Comes in and starts telling you, well, you know what? You ought to do this. You ought to do that. You ought to worry about yourself. Self, 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 self. And oh, by the way, look at that. Isn't the grass greener over there? So what happens is we get all sort of distracted. And then usually it's the relationships that are closest to us that end up taking the hit. So I got a question for you this afternoon. Who is that mom or dad that you have not spoken to in years? Who is that brother or sister that you have written off your list? Who's that son and daughter that you have pledged? I don't care if I ever see him again. Or maybe who is that friend that I, you know, this, that this friend, they keep popping up in my mind, but I haven't talked to them in months or years, but you're just too busy to make that call. Well, right now, we've got several days before Christmas. And maybe there is some pressure building that you already know before I suggested this this afternoon. There is someone or someones that you know things just aren't right. And that you know you ought to be reconciling with. And I'm talking about it today and not Thursday. Thursday. Or more closer to Christmas. Because now is the time where you can consider what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to figure out, maybe today, it's best not to put it off. But maybe uh, today is the day that you could pick up the phone and make that phone call. If they're far away. And say, hey, I... I just wanted to give you a call. It's been a long time. And it's been bothering me that we aren't as close as we were at one time or another. And I'd like to talk about that, and I'd like to make up some lost ground. Because, you know, you can't get enough gifts. Now, I don't care if you're in the high roller area where you're going to go out and there's a Mercedes Benz that your spouse has given you and it's got a big red bow out in front. Or you got a a brand new boat that's going to sit in your front yard, all that. I get all that. I get that. But nothing will have a deeper lasting effect this Christmas than someone that you know you ought to be reconciled with. To make things right. Now, for those of us who are Christ followers, here's a news flash for some of you. If we have those thoughts about somebody, we're really not even supposed to let the sun go down before we reach out. The idea is daily, if somebody treats you wrong, to try and be reconciled that day before the sun goes down. Because we end up carrying all this baggage. And emotional baggage can be more weighty than financial baggage. And so I want to challenge you. Last hour I was talking about getting some $5 bills or some, maybe some McDonald gift cards and making it a point, maybe get $100 or so or whatever your budget would allow. Stock up, have them ready to go. If you're a Christ follower, kind of too too short of a time period, but uh, you know, keep that little that little explanation of Jesus Christ. They call it a track. Have that in a five dollar gift card, or have that in a or a five dollar bill, and let Jesus decide whether you know that person's going to use it for more booze or drugs. But this moment, I'm talking about. Maybe the the greatest gift you could give somebody is if you called somebody and maybe it's your dad. Hey, dad, believe you me, I haven't had my dad for decades. Decades. I can't tell you how many times I wish I could have talked to daddy. Even now in my senior years. And I've got to wait till I get to heaven. Thank goodness my Abba Father, my father in heaven has been my father. That's what we learn when we follow Jesus Christ as Christ followers. But you know, it takes a, it takes a big man, a big woman to pick up the phone and say, "You know, if I offended you, I wanted to call you and tell you how very sorry I am and I ask for your forgiveness." And it would mean a lot to me to restore this relationship. Whether you are right or wrong. Because we get angry at people and then we let that haunt us for the rest of our lives. And then if you wait too long, you find out the phone rings and that person's been killed in an auto crash, plane crash, or had a heart attack or stroke and now it's too late. So how about that? I know that's probably what you didn't expect to hear for the first segment of this second hour. But let's get real about Christmas. Let's get real about a lot of things. Because then your quality of life and my quality of life will increase. We'll be right back.
19: From the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skirts, or
24: jean shorts. Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyer's Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater. And appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500. With 210, as little as $85.
17: I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of.
24: Everything was handled perfectly.
17: The response and service is always timely and professional.
24: No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-471-7187. 471 7187 That's 800-471-7187. Call now to get two months free.
3: You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong and trust Christ, not, tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and, and good deeds, but Christ and his atoning death alone. Nothing else And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven.
1: Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at six here on Faith Talk Tampa.
25: Yeah.
18: Jose Feliciano.
8: My, oh, my, oh, my. I'm a cracker that grew up right here in Tampa Bay, but I grew up in West Tampa. And I can tell you that I cannot hear that song to where my mind doesn't just drift back. And I think about nighttime. And I think about Christmas Eve when all of my Latino, Italian, Spaniard, Cuban, Argentinian friends, they all celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. And in growing up, the many wonderful nights of Christmas Eve, to go and dig into the roast pork, the white rice, the black beans, the plantanos, the Cuban bread, the flong. Well, I'll tell you what, that's living. <laughs> you haven't lived until you had an opportunity. And so I think about all my wonderful Latin friends, Latino friends that I grew up with. And so, indeed, we wish you a Feliz Navidad. Hey, I wanted to do a quick reminder, and that is uh, we're standing with our partners on, with Focus on the Family. We do this every year. It's year in giving, and we want to bless them. And this year, what a, what an incredible match. They got a $6 million match. Now, I, I don't know anybody that's going to say, Bill, hey, okay, I'll give them $6 million and we'll match that. But the point being is is this is something that we are doing all across America with Salem Media Group, our Salem radio platforms. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, the, the difficult times that we are in and just about every aspect of those of us who are Christ followers is being challenged. And, you know, we have an issue. We go to the scriptures. And then after that, we can go to focusonthefamily.com uh, or .org, either one. And they're there for us. But, you know, they have such a vast and large amount of resources ready for us. It takes takes a lot of money keep that up and running. And so right now you could give a gift to Focus on the Family, year-end gift between now and December 31st, and everything you give will be doubled. And a lot of what Focus on the Family is doing every year is they're saving marriages. So this year we're suggesting the potential that for each marriage that you would like to be a part of saving in America, that you might give a tax-deductible gift of $30. So The question is, how many marriages could you stand with this afternoon and focus on the family through their counseling and through their other resources, helping these relationships to get back together, especially at this most important Christmas time? So we're going to ask you to give and to uh, give your best gift. There's two ways to give the focus on the family. Again, every gift is doubled. You can either go to our website at letstalkfaith.com letstalkfaith.com or theanswersarasota.com the com. and when you get to our landing page just click on the link for Focus on the Family you're in giving. Now you can also give them a call right now at 100A Family. That's 100A Family. 100A Family. You can call them and uh, give them your gift right now as well. So we just want to let you know that we're standing with them, and uh, tell you what, just always proud. And you know, we have a special feature every Friday afternoon at five, with uh, one of the um, departments, one of the specialized ministries there. And so, uh, in addition to uh, on our Faith Talk uh, platforms, uh, we get to hear from Jim Daly and the radio broadcast to focus on the family twice a day. And so, we're honored to uh, have a chance to stand with them. Uh, programming note greg Ellie be up in just a few moments bottom of the hour as uh, we're getting ready to close out the year and we've got to have some more conversations you know it's end of the year you got a 401k next year is not looking good there could be some more market losses if your retirement funds are in the market so we'll talk to greg in just a few moments um, about uh, your 401 and the risk it may be in, all that coming up uh, in a few months here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, the knives are out for President Trump, for sure. As you know, there's been a very partisan committee being uh, conducting hearings in the U.S. House of Representatives. And the committee has announced referrals. It's called the January 6th Committee. It's the final meeting before the Republicans take over the House early of next month. The House January 6th committee had a vote today and they are sending official referrals to the United States Department of Justice. And those referrals are recommending that the Department of Justice criminally prosecute the former President of the United States, Donald Trump. The charges involve obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, conspiracy to defraud the federal government, The making of a false statement, inciting a riot, assisting a riot, or aiding and comforting an insurrection. Now, let me just pause for just a moment because this, this keeps popping up in my mind. We've got an absolute invasion going on on our southwest border, an invasion. In a few days, unless the Supreme Court acts, Title 14, which is an attempt to keep people who are not healthy from just flooding into our country, is going to go away. They are lined up by the thousands of on the other side of the border in El Paso Texas waiting to cross in a few days but this is the story I'm bringing you today all the time and energy to go after the president 18 months of nothing but raw politics folks folks This country is in trouble, and it's up to you and I to stand firm and to guide it back to its shining light. I'll be right back.
1: 282 CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP
13: Bayonet Point.
9: Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
13: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Sam Binkman Freed headed back to jail after a Bahamian judge cut short a hearing where the disgraced FTX founder was expected to drop his fight against extradition to the U.S. Begman Freed's attorney requested the adjournment because he hadn't been properly consulted about the proceedings. Multiple explosive drones attacked Ukraine's capital before dawn as Moscow continues to pursue its campaign to torment the invaded country from the air amid a broad battlefield stalemate. Severe turbulence rocking a flight from Phoenix to Honolulu on Sunday, seriously injuring 11 people. And what a Hawaiian Airlines official called an isolated and unusual event. Stocks finishing lower, the Dow was down 163 points. The Nasdaq lost 159 and the S&P dropped 34. This is SRN News.
4: He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750.
18: Bill Bunkley here. With rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high deductible limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and is 30-60% to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying For your own health insurance, you're on Cobra, or your employment coverage is just too expensive. Call Tim Cooper at 813 212 2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. If you are under 65, reasonably healthy, and don't need maternity coverage, you can save 30 to 60 percent. Call Tim Cooper at 813
11: 212 2580. But I say you're the greatest friend that I've ever
0: found. They say a dog is man's best friend, but who takes you to the hardware store? Your car. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or you'd rather leave it to the pros, there's a Parts Plus Auto Store or Car Care Center near you. you never
11: let that down, I'll take
0: good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's Parts Plus Auto Stores and Parts Plus Car Care
18: Centers. Welcome back, I'm
8: Bill Bunkley here, of course, welcome, wishing you a very happy Hanukkah and a very merry Christmas to be uh, this Monday afternoon here on Salem Radio. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida for the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, I don't know about you, but I am in the process of uh, tying up a lot of my year-end activities. You know, when it comes to uh, any business expenses for the corporations that I oversee, uh, whether it's making sure that uh, all of my receipts have been um, uh, um, emailed in for me to get my reimbursement for my medical expenses, that I uh, take a little bit of a chunk out of my uh, proceeds each and every week here at Salem, Uh, to making sure any of the the end-of-the-year things that I need to be doing are well in order. Well, for so many of you that listen to this show, you are in your retirement years. Either you've just arrived, you've been there for some time, and unfortunately some of you have uh, kind of gotten the, the disruption of a lifetime. And that is, as you were living the last few years and you were just sort of cruising along, of course, you gave up on making any Type of uh, interest on any CDs to supplement whatever retirement you have. Well, you know what? You've taken some hauls, some losses, some big hits. The problem is, I think it's far from over. So, as I recommend always, get a pencil and paper ready because uh, my good friend Greg Ellie is back with us. He's the founder and CEO of the Prosperity Group Advisors. They have uh, offices in Sarasota as well as up in Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, each Saturday, I invite you to tune in this Saturday at 11 on AM 930 The Answer Sarasota or tune in Sunday at 8 a.m. also on AM 930 The Answer Sarasota uh, for his program called The Prosperity Hour. Now, Greg has just a ton of experience, expertise. A lot of people uh, depend and trust on him with their portfolios and things have changed. And uh, he has deep roots there in Sarasota, so I wanted to bring him back on this afternoon because now is the time to start getting some of this planning together. And, Greg Ellie, good to have you back with us.
22: Thank you, Bill. How are you, sir?
8: Well, I'm battling a cold. And even as we speak this afternoon, I'm trying to hold back my sinuses. And and while you talk, I'm resting.
11: Uh, But other than
8: that, uh, God is good, preparing to celebrate the arrival of the Lord as a Christ follower. And thank you for asking. And and I know we're going to be praying for you because in January, you're going to have a little bit of a hip surgery. That's because of, I I, I suspect, with all the work you did at the Nick Volatari Academy, IMG and your background in tennis, I guess is kind of catching up with you in your hips, right?
22: Well, I'll tell you, I, I used to spend a lot of hours teaching. I, I think I taught too much. I was teaching like 50 to 80 hours a week for literally five years. And uh, I think it took its toll on me. And, uh, um, you know, you got to take care of your body. And, uh, you know, we, we sometimes think we're a little bit invincible. And, you know, and so now i'm i'm uh, trying to not take that for granted and get that health back so I can get back on the tennis court because I miss playing
8: i know, I know you saw that movie Bionic man, and you're all about getting all patched up so <laughs>
22: <laughs> yeah, if I'm the six million dollar man i'll I'll take it there bill
8: <laughs> there you go there you go well hey we've got to get down to business because we have some folks that really need to make some decisions, you know um it's time for you to make sure you're right where you need to be, especially with your 401k and other investment vehicles. Now I'm going to give you a website and a phone number in just a moment. But uh, you know, when we look at what's happening right now and we're looking at the possibility of what may happen next year. Okay. There's a big, big chances there's going to be some really significant market losses. And if people are just fully vested They could be caught off guard with this uncertainty to the market, and right now they're frozen. They don't know what to do. What would you tell them? Right,
22: right. Yeah, Bill, people are frozen into inaction. You know, I think there's a spirit of confusion out there because people hear the media, and honestly, you have to be very selective with who you listen to, who's got your ear, because you listen to some of the media, and it's not anywhere close to what the truth is. And, you know, what is it? Uh, seek the truth, and it will set you free. You know, we're going to seek the truth in all things. And I think right now there's a false narrative financially, and, and people think it's market as usual. I met with a client, and this client was uh, another financial advisor. I went to talk to him. And he said the client said to me, Hey, I want you to meet this guy. He said, Maybe you guys can do business together. And I said, Well, I I'm not really hiring right now. And I said that because of you I will meet with him. So we get to talking and he's handling about two or three hundred thousand dollars of, of my clients' money that I don't have anything to do with that's in the market. So we talk and everything, and this guy's in his thirties. I'm sixty two and we're talking and I said, You know, Where do you see this – my client said, Greg, where do you see this market going? And I said, well, I think there's more more pain ahead, and I think 2023 is going to be tough. And I don't see, given the present direction of our country and the feds, uh, you know, what they're doing and what this administration is trying to do, which is questionable. And I don't see anything that's going to cause the market to go up. And, and I go, what do, you, what do you think? He goes, well, you know, I look at the inflation numbers. The inflation's gone down and everything. And I think the market looks really positive for 2023. I, I go, wow. I said, we're on opposite ends of the fence. So I said, so are you telling me, you know, and he goes, yeah, the strategies I'm using for this person and whatever. And I said, well, I said, do you think it might be our age difference? I said, is your outlook based on the fact that you're 30 And you don't even know the history of what I know. And he looked at me kind of funny, and my client smiled because my client obviously (laughs) is a little older than me. And I'm, I'm like, I'm so thankful you have an optimistic viewpoint. I have a realistic viewpoint. And I said, history has a funny way of repeating itself, and I believe we're about to see history repeat itself. And I said, you're looking at high inflation. You're looking at problems economic. And do you know what happens when we have economic problems like this, even if it goes into a depression or a bad reception, it's all a recession? It's always followed by a war, and I've got history to back me up on that. And mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but can you imagine if, if China goes in and starts doing something? Uh, this administration seems impotent to deal with anything like that, and I don't mean to sound bar- uh, partisan. I don't it's not a question of partisanship it's a, it's a question of what's going on. And So I think if people aren't preparing and they're not hedging for safety, they're making a mistake.
8: Now, let me give you hold on one second. Folks, let me give you this website and phone number because by the time we finish this segment, you're going to want to call Greg Alley. That website is www.mymoneyissafe.com, mymoneyissafe.com. The number to call Greg and his staff is 800-440-0434. As toll-free, 800-440-0434, 800-440-0434. So, Greg, I know I kind of stepped in there. So we've got this this big risk, and I want to talk about that in just a moment. But, you know, between Russia, that, uh, inflation, um, you know, there's so much out there. If people are just wishing that the market's going to roll back and you're going to get it back in six months or a year, that's pretty Pollyannish, isn't it?
22: Well, Bill, I think it is right now while we're talking. I, I wish I could show the visual on the radio, but I'm looking at the usdebtclock.org, usdebtclock.org. org, org. What do you think the average savings per family is right now, Bill? Just if you might know this, but curious what your thoughts are.
8: What is it? Negative hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> it's
22: nine thousand dollars. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. per family as an average, which means that about seventy-five to of people don't even have that in their bank account. So my question is, what's going to drive the economy? And you know what the U.S. total debt is? $93 trillion. $93 trillion. So here's the thing that no one's talking about, Bill. Interest rates going up is compounding the debt. It's compounding the debt. No one's talking about it. That means Mm. as the interest rates go up, that debt is going up exponentially right now. So right now, we have accounts that people can get anywhere from 4 to 5% guaranteed. We're starting to put many of those people's accounts in those, in those guaranteed accounts because I think the market's going to be flat for at least the next two years. And, Bill, I've said this before. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But the fact is reality calls, and we see what's going on, and I'm just so concerned of, of what's going on.
8: Well, let's do this. It's a critical time, and we got about three minutes left. You know, 401Ks are at risk. Talk a little bit about uh, it's time to take advantage of an in-service rollover.
22: Well, in the last month, well, in the last two weeks, we've seen the market drop about 2,000 points almost. And, you know, it goes back a little bit and so forth. It's going down. People in 401Ks right now are watching their accounts whittle away. And you know what happened in 2008, Bill? People didn't notice their accounts had gone down because they most people aren't identifying their contributions versus the loss of value in their account, mm-hmm. and so they got when all of a sudden they see a six hundred thousand dollars four hundred one k drop to three hundred eighty thousand. Including their contributions, guess what? That's when it's too late. They're not being proactive. So, right now, people can take advantage and do what's called the in service rollover. And, Bill, we've got accounts that we can add. We've got one account that can add almost 36% into their money day one. Real money, Bill. That is huge. If what I'm saying is right, we're going into a negative market. Then can you imagine adding nearly thirty six percent to your four K? Let's not look at it from the negative, let's look at it from the positive. If I've got a million dollar four one K, that now is worth a million three hundred and sixty thousand. That's significant. Now somebody's got four hundred. They're picking up a hundred and thirty thousand to their account. So these are huge numbers and we can help them with that. And they're not gimmicks, Bill. They're, they're actually real money, and it can guarantee them income for their life, and that income can increase.
8: Now, folks, I want to tell you, just don't roll over your old 401K into a new one. You need to pick up the phone, give Greg a call. He or one of his staffs. That's Greg Ellie, you're calling Prosperity Group Advisors. That number is 800-440-0434. I can't emphasize this enough. You must at least get the perspective and the advice from Greg Alley right now. Now, that website is MyMoneyIsSafe.com, MyMoneyIsSafe.com. That's the website to go to. Got about 30 seconds. Uh, We have to go very quickly. But, Greg Alley, give us your best 30 seconds on why they need to make this call.
22: Bill, there's a lot of uncertainty like there's never been before. There's just so much uncertainty. So guess what you can do? You can make your financial, your retirement accounts certain. I believe that's important, that they can create a pension-like income, guarantee their money, and create a foundation. You know what? You've got to build your house on a rock, not on sand. That's no. how we can help Bill. Take care, and God bless you.
8: All right. Merry Christmas. That number to call, 800-440-0434, mymoneyissafe.com. We'll be right back.
26: Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aqua Powder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including Acerola Cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your aqua powders vitamin C today. And remember, aqua powders transforms water into wellness.
4: If I could speak this to you as a command, I think I might be tempted to do that. Hello, this is Chuck Swindoll. This Christmas season... Don't let the joy of giving escape you. John Greenleaf Whittier wrote it this way. Somehow, not only for Christmas, but all the long year through, the joy that you give to others is the joy that comes back to you. And the more you spend in blessing the poor and the lonely and sad, the more of your heart's possessions return to make you glad. Want to recapture that joy of giving this Yuletide season? Give to someone who can never repay you.
18: Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org.
1: Here's Chip Davis, founder of Mannheim Steamroller, with today's Christmas countdown.
12: Each Christmas, there are certain traditions that we just do. We never question why. We just do them. Mistletoe and holly are two of these. Both are holdovers from ancient pagan winter celebrations. In England, mistletoe was linked to a druid goddess named Frigga, a goddess of love. Meanwhile, the ancient Romans celebrated for seven days in December, honoring Saturn, their god of agriculture. Holly was the main decoration, along with candles, and even a gift exchange. But remember, no matter what the origins, Christmas is what you make it to be. And it's only six days away. And I'm Chip Davis of Mannheim
1: Steamroller. Brought to you by Commando.com, your trusted source for the latest news on everything digital. Get free newsletters with daily tech tips at Commando.com slash subscribe. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over thirty thousand
7: verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com.
13: One. One in three people are at risk for developing kidney disease, which can be potentially chronic and fatal. Symptoms are difficult to detect. Fortunately, there are steps you can take to prevent kidney disease or slow its progress by working with your doctor to manage your diabetes and high blood pressure. Visit OptumKidneyCheck.com to take a simple survey to find out if you are one of the one in three people who is at risk of developing kidney disease. That's O-P-T-U-M KidneyCheck.com. A public service message from the National Kidney Foundation, Optum
24: Labs, and this station. We'll be right
8: Gay Christianity, do you hear me? Okay, I'm up, let me gather my thoughts. Dangerous affirmation, the threat of gay Christianity, M.D. Perkins is going to be my guest next month. And reminding you, if you're listening in on Newstalk Answer Stations, I'll be bidding you farewell in just a few seconds. You'll be listening to Jay Sekulow. And, of course, I'll be on live for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, leading you up to the 6 o'clock hour. As we are looking at the world that we are living in, it is, it is so disturbing on so many levels. Here we have the former president of the United States is going to go under criminal indictment, possibly by the DOJ. We have a sitting president with the number one threat to the sovereignty and health of the people of the United States of America, and that is the absolute swarm that's coming across into America from the southwest border. And now with the removal of Title 14 to keep unhealthy people out of the country and a president who's never, ever been to the border, to the border, to to the United States, whether it's, uh, you know, El Paso or other cities on the border, has never been. And then the political charade to say that the vice president, Kamala Harris, was going to be the border czar. It is, it is, to me, unthinkable that we have been so lackadaisical, in a coma. It's like, not only American Christians, but American conservatives, it's like they've been in a coma. And the rest of the country in a coma. I'm thinking about also, you know, the stories of snake charmers or people who use hypnosis. In a matter of months, the leftists, the Marxists, the socialists, the people of the woke empire are just dismantling our sovereign country, United States of America. I wonder what it was like to see, well, even though they were different worldviews, be it the 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 Greek Empire, the Roman Empire, the Ottoman Empire, the British Empire, all start crumbling down, not from external defeat, per se, but from the inside. One day, we'll look back, either here or from heaven, and to realize how diabolical, how evil some people have been in this country to destroy what I believe is God's second anointed country. The first was the country of Israel and the Jewish people. I also believe with the early settlers to America, the pilgrims and more, they came to establish America as the modern day shining light. And look what we have been entrusted with and look how we have squandered it. teaching our kids all sorts of just unbelievable apparent behavior. Dad's deadbeat. A lot of kids not even growing up with a dad. Any any reason to wonder why we have a crisis in gender identity today? Something we didn't have. 20 years ago but you know paganism just surrounds us as a nation materialism surrounds us as a nation I just hope this year as we we think about as a Christ follower the claims of Jesus Christ And even for those of you who are Christians, I hope that Jesus isn't just fire insurance to you or your get out of jail card. We all must rededicate ourselves to his life and his principles and to trust our life into him. Want to take a break? More of the Bill Monthly show in a moment. I'll be right back.
4: Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again. Somebody has to do something.
26: Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank.
4: Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it?
26: No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up.
2: Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code TREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code T-R-E-E. Use code TREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available on in New Jersey, and Wisconsin.
1: WTBN, Pinellas Park. WTWD, Plant City. WLCC,
25: Brandon.
9: Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
25: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky urges European leaders to increase military assistance to Ukraine to withstand Russian aggression. Correspondent Charles DeLedesma reports. Zelensky, speaking to the meeting of the Joint
10: Expeditionary Force in Latvia, asks for an increase of air defence systems. He says a 100% air defence shield for Ukraine will be one of the most successful steps against Russian aggression. This step is needed right now. Zelensky adds that on Monday morning, Russia used Iranian drones to attack Ukraine. Another compelling reason Europe states should increase delivery of military equipment. I'm Charles de
25: President Biden plans to deliver an anti-Semitism message at tonight's White House Hanukkah reception.
26: The president will address a rise in anti-Semitic events in the U.S. when he gathers this evening for a menorah lighting and Hanukkah blessing. The White House says he will tell guests that silence is complicity and will add that it's imperative that hate, violence, and anti-Semitism are condemned. Last week, the White House hosted a discussion on the topic with Jewish leaders.
25: White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Sam Bankman-Fried was back in court in the Bahamas Monday, but the appearance was cut short after an attorney for the disgraced FTX founder said he hadn't been consulted beforehand. Bankman-Fried was expected to tell Judge Shaka Sevilla that he will not fight extradition to the U.S. where he faces multiple criminal and civil charges related to FTX's collapse. Instead, Eyewitness News Bahamas is reporting Bankman Freed is headed back to jail after a hearing that prosecutors and the judge dubbed a waste of time. On Wall Street, the dot on by 162 points. This is SRN News. So, right, My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to
16: sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year.
7: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com
25: slash commercial. Parents are worried about social media. SRN's Michael Harrington reports.
23: A new poll from the Pew Research Center asks moms and dads what concerns them most when their kids go on TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and other platforms. The number one worry is that the youngsters will be exposed to explicit content. 71% of parents say that's what they fear the most. Respondents are also concerned that social media will lead to harassment and is taking up too much of their kids' time. Michael Harrington, SRN
25: News. Advocates who want to keep boys out of girls' sports are pondering their next move now that a federal appeals court has dismissed a challenge to Connecticut's policy of allowing transgender males to compete against girls. A lawyer for the plaintiff said they're considering whether an appeal to the Supreme Court would be necessary. Alliance Defending Freedom attorney Christiana Kiefer says our clients, like all female athletes across the country, deserve fair competition.
3: you need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ—not tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and and good deeds—but Christ and His atoning death alone. Nothing else. And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven,
1: verse by verse, with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at six. Here on Faith Talk Tampa. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods.
0: This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
3: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
5: History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose...
7: are the true
0: and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
8: Good Monday afternoon to you, and uh, welcome back to those of you who've been with us uh, this day. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio as we're broadcasting all across Central Florida. Well, the clock is ticking down, isn't it? Just six days left to get all of your presents to put them under the tree. And for some of you who are our guests today, who are um, in the midst of your Hanukkah celebration, where you have your eight days of gifts as well. And you know, America probably does it better than anyone else in terms of us being into the materialism game. We've got to have the latest, greatest, best, whatever. And as much as we've been taught not to be materialist, well, that particular sin certainly has creeped into the American church. Just like we're not supposed to compare ourselves to others or our children to other children or do any kind of comparison. But boy, we've learned how to do that pretty well. And so maybe this is the year that we go back to to the simplicity. And that's what I want to talk about today. We better be very careful about the seeker fellowship, the prosperity gospel, all of that. Now, you don't have to be poor to be a Christian. And if God wants to bless you beyond your wildest expectation, even in your life or in your finances, I'm all for it. But too many Christians today, the getting overshadows the giving. And we're supposed to be givers. And in fact, when the early church came together, the church fellowships, the church like the church we have today, the church you attend is supposed to be a a, a band of Christ followers in that local church that, that keeps an eye on each other, ready to help each other at a moment's notice. But you know what? One of the curses in America is that we... We've got the curse of self-sufficiency because America has been such a leader as the, as the light on that shining hill and the opportunities we have here. Boy, I tell you what, it is all about sacrificing everything, family and everything, just to get to the top. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today, about the simplicity of of how God operates. If I might, it's a Christmas message I'd like to share with you. Because many of you, I mentioned this the hour before, Alan Jackson had said this recently, many Christians are just in a Christian coma. Christian coma. I mean, you you accepted Christ at some time and you got your ticket punched. But it isn't a growing and vibrant walk with the Lord day by day, becoming closer and closer with each minute and each hour. So remember that in every aspect of the story, except for a couple of characters, everyone, everyone, That we read about in most cases when it comes to Jesus Christ could have easily been the outcast of society. And that's where God chose to do his work. That's where Jesus chose to do his work. That's why earlier today I call on all of my audience to get some $5 bills. And you're driving around, and there's a lot of people who are not going to have the kind of Christmas that you may be having. And just a little bit of an encouragement in Christ. Maybe a few gift cards for some of the people. Maybe your favorite cashier, your your favorite person that bags your groceries. I mentioned earlier there's a particular security guard well up in her age. And she's not going to chase anybody down. She has to use a a cane. But boy, she's there, I'm sure, supplementing whatever little bit she's getting on Social Security. And she's there looking at those receipts because of the tremendous uh, theft that's going on, especially in the Walmart superstores. And I kept thinking, you know... Most people will walk by and never even notice her, but she had me thinking that maybe I will notice her, and maybe I can encourage many of you to notice that person in your life. Now, with that in mind, I want to talk about a perspective that comes straight from Scripture. And if you have your Bible, I want you to turn to Dr. Luke's Gospel, the second chapter, and we're going to pick it up with the eighth verse. The Shepherds. Now, I know today we are all into networking, and I'm not. I just want you to hear me. It's okay to have the fellowship of Christian athletes. It's okay to have promise keepers. It's okay to have the businessmen's this, that, and the other. All of those are good and great, and I hope effective. But, you know, sometimes we worship superstar Christians. We worship superstar Christian athletes, and we do it without even noticing. And I remember reminded a of scripture that says, you know, when somebody comes in, he's looking good, smelling good. She maybe she comes in, and man, she's dressed to the hilt with designer dresses and pocketbooks and and shoes. Don't greet, oh, don't greet them at the door and say, oh, well, hey, come on, Mr. CEO, Miss CEO, come. Let me take you right down to the front. But we, I think we do that in America a lot more than we realize. We play favorites. But remember, my dear sister and brother, Jesus didn't play favorites. But you know what? Maybe he did. He did play favorites. The downcast among us. So imagine this. You're a third-generation shepherd, maybe. You're out what you've been doing all, you know, nothing else than just following and tending sheep. You're dirty. You don't get a chance to get a shower often. And at these particular shepherds that were in the shepherd's field outside of Bethlehem, you know, they were raising particular lambs. These were the lambs that would be without blemish that would be taken up the road a little bit, up to Jerusalem, and used in temple sacrifice. But I'm going to remind you that these individuals would be wherever you live. You probably know where the quote-unquote skid road is in your community. A place where... A lot of homeless and the poor hang out. They have nowhere else to go. And I've said this so many times. If Jesus came back to Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Bradenton, Sarasota, Plant City, you name it. He wouldn't go to the football games, baseball games. No, he'd... He'd be out there ministering on Skid Row. But yet today, many won't even drive through those areas. They're on the other side of the tracks. And when we either perpetuate those thoughts or that's the way we live, it really it really robs a person, allow the joy in their lives. So let's look at the shepherds, the guys and gals These guys that might be regarded on the other side of the the train tracks couldn't even go worship in the temple, like if there was the caste system, that they were, they were like animals as far as mainline Judaism was concerned. So I pick it up in verse 8 and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field. So remember. They're outside in the elements. They're sleeping outside in the elements. Day in and day out. Day in and day out. Day in and day out. No hope other than to listen and to rescue and to tend the sheep. So these are the guys that had the overnight shift. The 12 to 8 shift. You know what I mean? Graveyard shift. So they're sitting out there and then all of a sudden, the glory of an angel lights up the shepherd's field. Now, I don't know about you, but if I've done that day in and day out, and some presence comes upon them, that's why every time the angels showed up, they always said, do not fear. Because on first notice of the angels, it had to be horrifying, fearful. What in the world is this? UFO! And just think about this, the glory of the Lord shone around them. The same glory that Moses faced on Mount Sinai and came down in his face, his beard, his hair, showed it. And so the angel says in verse 10, fear not, but behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Imagine this an angel comes and says, you guys here, God is entrusting you with the biggest news of the world. Have you ever stopped and wondered why he chose them? I think it's one of the greatest lessons we could learn about humbleness. About living a a humble but generous life. We'll have more in a moment. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Coming up bottom of the hour, we'll be talking with M.D. Perkins, his new book, Dangerous Affirmation, The Threat of Gay Christianity. That book and that author is coming up bottom of the hour. I'll
11: be right back.
16: I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-814-5615. 814 5615 That's 800-814-5615. 800-814-5615. 5615.
2: The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong.
26: To see power up a pom pom, our finest gifts we
11: bring power up a pom pom. To lay before the king power up a pom pom, pom
6: a pom pom. So, to honor him, pow, rom, pa, pom,
8: pom. We... Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. And you know, at that moment that uh, For King and Country was just singing about was the moment the angel appeared to these shepherds. Scared the daylights out of them, but do not fear. <clears throat> and imagine this. It's cold. It's a starry night. The whole ground is lit up around you in a kind of a light you've never, ever experienced before. And the angel speaks to them. For unto you, you, the lowest of people from a human perspective, for unto you is born this day, In the city of David, Bethlehem, who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah? The Messiah. Now remember, this is shortly after a 400 year silence between Malachi and the New Testament. Things are unfolding. We know that nine months before this time, of course, Mary and Joseph were visited by Gabriel. And then this angel is saying, now look, and this is the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in those baby swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. They would find out that that was a cave, a cave in Bethlehem. It's a cave that was used to harbor farm animals. It was a cave in which there was stone that was hollowed out that was the manger. It wasn't a wooden manger. probably had some straw or something in it from the wheat harvest. And then after that, watch this. That was just one angel. Can you imagine... A multitude of angels just show up just like that. I mean, they're all over the place. And these guys are looking, and I mean, they they still haven't gotten over the first angel. Now they've got a whole herd of angels. And they're praising the Lord. They're praising God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. And those stunned shepherds said, you know what? Let's go on up to Bethlehem here. Let me see this thing that's happened. Verse 15. Which the Lord has made known to us. And they went as the angels had instructed them. And they went with haste. I can see them running. And they're checking all around town. Where, 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 where? Oh. And they find the cave where Mary and Joseph are, and the baby's lying in a manger. And they see this precious little newborn. And they may know the saying that had been told to them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Can you imagine the shepherds? Nobody believes the shepherds, the lowlifes, the little people. So you know what? I hope that there's a shepherd in each one of us. A shepherd that's ready to be used. To know that God loves them. And God will use you on a moment's notice. And as Charles Stanley says, just obey God and leave the consequences to him. Well, I want to just take a moment and do something It was unplanned. I want to pray for just a moment. Reminding you that we'll talk about dangerous affirmations, the threat of gay Christianity with M.D. Perkins in a moment. But we had a caller a few minutes ago. And I want to pray. And you know who you are. A woman called. And she asked for a prayer because... She's finding difficulties in getting an apartment. So you know what? I'm just prompted by the Spirit. Let me just pray for all of you who have a need right now. Heavenly Father, I want to stop what we're doing. I want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit nudging at my heart. And I'd like to come before your throne and to pray for my brothers and sisters right now. Father, we first ask that all of us listening, I thank you for forgiving our sin. I ask that we be pure and clean before you so this prayer would be unhindered. Father, I want to pray for everyone who's hurting right now and listening to the sound of my voice. I pray for everyone who's having a hard time making ends meet because of inflation, and the cost of food and goods, electricity. And even right now, the cold days that are coming ahead the next week or so, within the next week. Father, I I pray that you would supernaturally help all of those who need help with housing, a place to pillow their head, a place to come in from the elements, and i thank you for this lady who has called this show today and asked for me to pray for her and i pray for all of all of you who have housing needs father i pray for all of you who have food needs god i pray that you will guide them to find a way I pray for all of those who don't have enough money for their medicines and are going back and forth. I pray for them. I pray for everyone who's mourning a prodigal son or daughter or the loss of a mom, a dad, or a family member. Father, we, we who are your followers, we unite right now on this show to lift up those who have a serious daily existent need. Father, I know you are the God who provides, and we just pray, Father, that uh, you'd open up opportunities. And Father, let us realize that if we are the opportunity or the arms, the legs, and the heart, and the provision, and the gifts that you need, I pray we not look to someone else. I pray that we would meet these needs right now. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we ask this of you. Amen.
1: Be right back. W282 CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point.
9: Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
25: With us, SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Americans are cutting back on spending in some areas this holiday season, but they're not scrimping on Christmas trees. Retailers from Home Depot and Lowe's to mom-and-pop operations raise their prices, but people are still buying them. The National Christmas Tree Association projects that nearly 21 million live Christmas trees will be sold by the time consumers wrap up purchases over the days leading up to Christmas Day. Russian warships have set off to take part in a joint naval exercise with China, an exercise that showcases increasingly close defense ties between the two countries. The Russian defense ministry said Monday that the Varyag missile cruiser, the Marshal Shaposhnikov destroyer, and two corvettes of Russia's Pacific fleet left to take part in maneuvers in the East China Sea. More details at srnnews.com.
18: So, Bill here, with rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy. Contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high-deductible limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and is 30-60% to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying for your own health insurance you're on cobra or your employment coverage is just too expensive call tim cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net if you are under 65 reasonably healthy and don't need maternity coverage you can save 30 to 60 percent call tim cooper at 813-212-2580
26: did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin c So, go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness.
4: Merry Christmas. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. What's this Christmas story all about? It's all about his love. And you see, for you to celebrate Christmas honestly, you've got to deal with Jesus. Is it any wonder that the world wants to call it a holiday? I'll
13: tell you why. It has to do with money. It has to do with pleasure. It has to do with a lot of things. But Christmas is all about God coming to earth in the person of His Son, Jesus Christ, living among men, dying on a cross, rising from the grave, ascended to the Father, seated at His right hand to hear the cries and the pleas of His people and the sinners asking for the forgiveness of their sin. That's what this is all.
4: For help and hope from God's Word, visit InTouch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org.
8: Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host here on the Bill Bunkley shows. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida on Salem Radio this afternoon. Merry Christmas to you. I want to talk about a topic that uh, oftentimes is uh, one of those hush topics. The church has had a challenge in coming to grips with this. It is not just something that has been happening overnight. And uh, to lend a perspective on the church in America, we're honored this afternoon to have author M.D. Perkins with us. He's a research fellow of church and culture for the American Family Association. He produced the award-winning documentaries, The God Who Speaks, in 2018, and in his image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality, back in 2020. He's the author of the book, Dangerous Affirmation, the Threat of Gay Christianity, the book we're discussing today. He's an elder at Lawndale Presbyterian Church in Tupelo, Mississippi, a PCA church, married and he has three children. Um, MD Perkins, good to have you with us this afternoon.
21: Yes, thank you, Bill. Good to be with you.
8: Your book is called Dangerous Affirmation, the Threat of Gay Christianity, probably a good place to start is how would you define uh, a church that is in the category that one would say is, um, uh, or what is, let me just do it this way. What, what do you characterize as affirming a theology? And it's this in many areas, but we're talking about the LGBTQ community here.
21: Yeah, the, the idea behind affirming theology is that churches have taken on this idea that the Bible, despite many negative characterizations of homosexuality, is actually gay-affirming. If you dig in underneath or you read Paul's letters a certain way, or if you kind of um, take a a 20th and 21st century lens onto the situation, then there's ways that you can read uh, a gay-affirming message from Scripture, and that's what many Christians have tried to do. And of course, this is completely erroneous. It's fallacious. There's there's nothing to this argumentation that people have put up because you have what the Scripture clearly teaches and is communicating, and you have the, the history and tradition of the Church and the way that uh, the Church has presented these things. But um, there is a new a, a movement to try and, and present an affirming picture of of Christian theology as 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 it applies to the homosexuality movement, so um, so that's that's what the gay affirming uh, movement within the church is.
8: Now we're going to dig down in this a little bit more, but you know, when I think about all sorts of sexual immorality outside mm-hmm. a coveted marriage relationship uh, for a lifetime, of which is we as Christ followers, that is uh, uh, that is our guidebook. Well, the same thing we're going to talk about today, we could talk about this when it comes to, you know, either adultery or either uh, cohabitation. And so it seems like this, this affirming theology has many, many different uh, tenets than just the, LGBT, the LGBTQ community, right?
21: Well, of course. I mean, when you're, when you're talking about the bigger picture of what does the Bible teach about sexuality— You have to recognize that sexual immorality is presented as a large category of sin, and there's many different types of expressions of that sin. You mentioned adultery, fornication, um, bestiality, all all kinds of different things. The Kind of the the big catch within this is is that the homosexuality um, movement overall, the gay agenda, has this identity component that's a part of it. So uh, as as that is gaining full expression in culture, and people are identifying as as gay or lesbian or bisexual or pansexual or any of the list that fits within the LGBTQ plus moniker, um, there is this idea that you have to embrace and affirm all that that includes, and uh, and that is a little different from when we're talking about adultery, because there is still some expression, uh, some recognition at least that. Um, that monogamous relationships should be faithful and that husband and wife should be faithful to one another if they're committed to each other in marriage. There's still a general acceptance of that and a general disparagement of infidelity within marriage, even within our culture. But with homosexuality, there is this wide uh, call for all people to be open and affirming and welcoming and celebratory of this lifestyle and this identity marker. And so um, that's that's part of what makes the issue of homosexuality particularly complicated in this conversation.
8: What is queer theology?
21: Well, queer theology is is kind of even a further push from the gay affirming theology. Of course, it is affirming ultimately in its outlook the queer theology itself, is this really defiant, uh, transgressive, they, they actually, it's an academic kind of movement to try and recast the Bible as this, um, not just, not just affirming, but, but, um, it, it's intended to tear down and to shock Christians with, um, with how, with kind of the, the, the shocking defiance of it. You know, it's supposed to like take, um, take an idea like the, um, the the worship of the golden calf for instance there's a there's a whole queer theology twist on that that sees the the worshiping of the golden calf as actually expe- an expression of human freedom and then when the law comes down in Moses and the 10 commandments that's God, that's uh that's that's this religious um fundamentalist response to um <laughs> to what should be this free expression of sexuality and enjoyment and debauchery and sensuality and all that. So anyway, queer theology is a little complicated, but it, it is something that um, that is influencing uh, especially conversations online and within social media outlets, mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be very kind of quick and pithy and and just in a moment kind of starts to deconstruct the way that people think about Um, normal binary categories such as male and female Mm -hmm. or heterosexuality and stuff like that. So that's the point behind queer theology is it's actually a political um, uh, strategy that is being employed. So
8: a lot of this comes down to interpretation. And I'm kind of jumping ahead because you have (laughs) legitimate and illegitimate biblical interpretation. But as the needle has tried to be a thread or walking the tightrope, Give us one more definition. Uh, what is gay celibate theology?
21: Right. So this is this is a newer movement that's emerged within more conservative churches. Of course, a lot of the mainline churches have embraced affirming theology. Um, a lot of academic settings promote this queer theology idea. But within more conservative churches, such as the Presbyterian Church in America, Southern Baptist churches, um, and uh, and things like that, you're having this. This new movement of people who have said that, well, they they feel like their personal experience is that they're homosexual and that they grew up this way and that they can't change. And therefore, the church has to find certain ways to capitulate to that expression, even as that same person says, but I'm not saying that I should live out uh, the full expression of that. I shouldn't pursue homosexual behavior sexually or I shouldn't pursue homosexual marriage because I realize the Bible says that that's wrong. But you still have to find a way to accommodate this this homosexual expression within me, and allow me to comment on the way that you've treated um, this whole class of people who we're, we're calling the LGBTQ plus. So that's. Um, it's exemplified in things like the revoice movement or the revoice conference that happened in uh St. Louis, Missouri in 2018. It's been expressed in things like uh, the work of Preston Sprinkle or Wesley Hill or Nate Collins. Some of the, these are some of the writers that uh, that have written some things about this, and it's causing a lot of confusion, honestly, within conservative churches where they thought they understood what gay Christianity was. You know, this overall attempt to reconcile Christianity with homosexuality, and yet this new wrinkle comes in that sounds orthodox on the surface, yet has a lot of problems and baggage that are associated with it. And so that's that's where a lot of this uh, this repercussion of the gay celibate theology or the side B movement, as some people have labeled it, uh, comes from. Interesting.
8: Just joining us, we're talking about a brand-new book, Dangerous Affirmation, The Threat of Gay Christianity. M.D. Perkins is my guest this afternoon, a research fellow of church and culture for the American Family Association. So, you know, where this sort of stems from is that we as Christians, we are to be be loving and affirming. But at the same time, we ought to, I mean, we're we're not standing firm – on our core biblical beliefs. And so I think we got left and right in our country. And, of course, if you're on the left, uh, you're much more vocal, uh, much more in line to get in somebody's face to argue your point. Whereas if you're a Christian on the right, you're loving and affirming. And so through our quietness, and I want to introduce your thoughts about people are just You know, so many times God said, you know, fear not. Even this time of the year, the angel said, fear not. The Lord is, you know, so we're not doing a real good job of fear not. And as we're loving and affirming, and I say this very respectfully, but we're loving and affirming people all the way to hell. If we believe there's a a, a literal heaven and hell, talk about that because. I think people just uh, by their, their, a lot of their pastors have not properly led the flock to be able to know how to love and affirm, but to say, hey, this is a non-negotiable.
21: Well, you're exactly right, and that's, that's the issue that is fundamentally underneath this. Once you start to adjust the categories of sin, now you're start, starting to say that this is something that Christ didn't die to take on himself to forgive. And therefore, it's something that you don't need to be that you as an individual doesn't need to repent of this anymore. And so therefore, it's just something that's a part of you. And maybe it's an expression of God's good and gracious design and creation and all of these kinds of things. And that's that has a devastating effect on how we as Christians approach those who are lost and hurting because now we can't come with the words of life. Now we have to come tiptoeing up, afraid of saying the wrong thing or doing something that is going to be be seen as offensive because we're not confident in what the Scriptures actually said about this. And so in, if we're going to actually love people in the way that we should, then we need to be clear about what the Bible teaches so that then we can come in in that posture of love and be able to, to speak of Christ and His forgiveness and His redeeming work and actually hope to see... People overcome these kinds of uh, temptations and desires and, and behaviors and things that they've taken on for themselves because this is not the way that God designed people to live. This is not God's good and gracious intention for mankind to live in this way. And all you need to do is look at the natural sciences to see that that is in fact the case, but then you also have the scriptural um, prescriptions that deal with this that also point to the fact that this is seen as, as, as abominable in God's sight and something that is a dishonorable passion that leads to greater forms of debauchery and, and even bringing God's judgment on, um, on nations and cities that embrace this as, a, as an idea and a, as a good thing. So this is something that Christians need to be very careful about, need to be, need to be really recognizing um, the spiritual danger and peril that's underneath this and the spiritual warfare that surrounds this issue as a whole.
8: Well, let's do this. Uh, uh, M.D. Perkins, could you stay with us? i got a short segment to wrap up the hour. Could you hold on for just a second? Sure. All right, got to take a break. Have a few more moments for a question or two with our guest, M.D. Perkins, the book we're discussing, Dangerous Affirmation, The Threat of Gay Christianity. More on this topic on The Bill Monkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
1: Davis, founder of Mannheim Steamroller, with today's Christmas countdown. Each Christmas, there are certain traditions that we just do.
12: We never question why, we just do them. Mistletoe and holly are two of these. Both are holdovers from ancient pagan winter celebrations. In England, mistletoe was linked to a druid goddess named Frigga, a goddess of love. Meanwhile, The ancient Romans celebrated for seven days in December, honoring Saturn, their god of agriculture. Holly was the main decoration, along with candles, and even the gift exchange. But remember, no matter what the origins, Christmas is what you make it to be. And it's only six days away. And I'm Chip Davis of Mannheim
1: Steamrolls. Brought to you by Commando.com, your trusted source for the latest news on everything digital. Get free newsletters with daily tech tips at Commando.com slash subscribe.
0: Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right, unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel, we're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The
27: nation awaits the launch of the 118th Congress with new leadership and some serious work to do. The top national security priority has to be the House Select Committee on China. Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher is Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy's choice to chair the new committee. He's a great fit for this huge job, an active-duty Marine for seven years, including two tours in Iraq, and a serious student of security studies with his Ph.D. from Georgetown University. Congressman Gallagher will need to waken Americans to the new Cold War that China has launched over the past 20 years while we doze complacently. The select committee should start by asking C-SPAN to cover every hearing gavel-to-gavel scheduled in the evening so Americans can easily watch them. Michael Pillsbury of the Hudson Institute calls this competition, the new Cold War, the 100-year marathon. It's been underway for decades, but we're just waking up to it as the race reaches a critical moment. The stakes could not be higher. I'm
0: Hugh Hewitt
7: Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
5: If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen, even offline or in airplane mode, with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace.
11: Let's get
18: back to it.
8: Just got about uh, four or five minutes or so in our final segment. I want to read you something very quickly as Jesus Christ himself spoke to four of his disciples overlooking the old city of Jerusalem and the temple, talking about what would be happening even this day right here in America. And I'm talking about the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24, verses 10 to 13 talking about today and then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another or well, we sure see that today especially against christians and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray and because lawlessness will be increased look around folks the love of many will grow cold harsh reality but the one you and i folks who endures to the end will be saved You know, our guest today is M.D. Perkins. Final thoughts about his book, Dangerous Affirmation, The Threat of Gay Christianity. You know, um, we have what has been prophesied. It's all around us, and we need to be the light of the world. But we're not going to be the light of the world if we just uh, let folks just go along to get along and then find out they get to Jesus and say, away from me, I never knew you. Isn't that why it's important that your work and this this, this dangerous affirmation needs to be dealt with in the Christian church.
21: Absolutely. I mean, that's why I wrote the book, is for Christians to wake up and see what's going on. You know, we started this, this work with a, a documentary called In His Image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality. And that was a, a documentary that deals with uh, not only the biblical issues, but also the questions of hope and and the things that God is able to do to uh, to restore those who who have um, embraced these sins and these these false ideas. But um, so many Christians are are hesitant, are backing away, and are, and are fearful, and have lost confidence in. And the thing that we've been given, we've, we've been given the scriptures. We have God's holy and inerrant word to stand upon, to speak truth to people, to be able to present what God's intentions and designs are. And if we lose that, then we don't have anything to share with people anymore. We don't have anything to speak about. If it's not the words of life that have been given to us by God himself, then what do we have to say? So Christians need to realize that this is not... That you're not doing people a, a favor by just backing away or being af- afraid to even approach the topic. And when it comes to, to activism and some of the ways that this is working out in society, I mean, we still have an opportunity uh, to bear the truth about what's happening and to love our neighbors by by standing against a lot of this this normalization and onslaught that's happening that's having a devastating impact on children and the future generations.
8: Mm. And you know what, folks, we don't, we don't combat hate with hate. Right. Uh, there certainly is a lot of hate against men and women who are followers of Christ. But it doesn't surprise us because we've learned a long time ago, even before this issue has become so prevalent, you just mentioned the J word. You can mention Lord and God all day, but when you mention the J word, boy, I tell you what, that really changed the conversation. You know, today uh, we have a choice, and that is we are privileged and probably because of all the blessings we've had in this, in this country, and cultural Christianity is so widespread. And I, and I talk about the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of Christians are, are just in a coma. We need to be loving and affirming, and uh, we need to realize that uh, a lot of the folks that are in this lifestyle, they're like you and I, life is messy. It's messy in many different ways. That's why Jesus came, but that's because we live in a fallen world. And so, with that, we got about a minute, minute and a half left. I'll give you the final word, MD Perkins. That uh, we have to, we have to deal with this, but we have to deal with it exactly the way Christ would tell us about that in closing.
21: Yeah, this isn't about um, being right or hitting people over the head with the truth. Amen. But if we're going to reach out in love, we do need to have the truth. Uh, that we're standing upon. And that's why I wrote the book, is to try and give Christians confidence in what the Scripture actually teaches to help you understand some of the issues that are at play within the church that you may not even see or perhaps you're dealing with and haven't been able to articulate yet. And so that's why I wrote the book Dangerous Affirmation. It's to really help the Christian know what's happening, to be able to give a biblical response to it, so that when we deal with someone at an interpersonal level, we actually know what's going on and are able to give the words of life and hope.
8: You know, folks, I'll end with this. We all wish, as Christ followers, to see the Lord that day and the Lord to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And, you know, a lot of people think about a lot of material accomplishments in his name, and and I'm all for that. But you know what? I think that our one-on-one conversations with a lost world and how we, uh, with empathy, with love, with delicacy, uh, can point people to Jesus. And, and remember, it's not up to us to have anyone have, quote-unquote, a conversion or anything else. Uh, we are just planting the seeds. It's up to the Holy Spirit to to move that change. And so I hope today with this discussion of this book that I recommend that you read, Dangerous Affirmations, The Threat of Gay Christianity by M.D. Perkins. Uh, we have a loving job to do, and uh, we haven't been doing it very well Today. and with that md perkins thanks so much for being with us for your work also wish you and your family a very merry christmas and god
21: bless you my friend thank you I, it was a pleasure having you and go to dangerousaffirmation.net to get the book it's not available on amazon
8: dangerousaffirmation.net dangerousaffirmation.net thank you so much i'm bill bunkley we gotta go be back tomorrow at three hope to see you here god bless and good night